listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we're talking about the 1997 American political action thriller, Air Force One, starring Harrison Ford, Gary Oldman, and Glenn Close. And, as ever, alongside me, three men who... Peace isn't merely the absence of conflict, but the presence of justice. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Okay, welcome back, guys. New president, therefore, it can only mean one thing. We are diving into a presidential film. This episode, we are talking about the confusing, the challenging, the inspirational Air Force One. We've all watched it recently, uh, and there are some strong opinions in the group, which we'll come on to. But first of all, I think Joe Palmer... What are your thoughts on Air Force One? Well, this is one of the only films that we've done that I didn't have to re-watch, so that tells you everything, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, I, I, I coincidentally watched it about, I don't know, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago anyway, uh, which I do regularly. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah. You I, wanted to watch it? I, che- I, I check in with this film, like, yeah, once every year or two, <laughs> just just to make sure it's still, you know, there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I love it. I think it's great fun. What a what a fun film! Um, it, it just takes me back to a sort of nineties sort of you know high concept type of film, like a um, Under Siege or something like that, which is just it's just solid, you know. It's just really fun. Al, yeah, it's funny because I, I feel like I should be the same as Joe, like I wouldn't need to rewatch it, but I don't know it that well. Like um, all like The Rock, Con Air, Die With a Vengeance, Armageddon, all these high-concept 90s action films I wouldn't need to re-watch. But this one I've seen, but I did need to re-watch it. I don't know it very well. Um, I've always remember thinking I quite liked it, but not as much as those other films I just mentioned. Definitely a film of a more innocent time. Like, as soon as that presidential score comes in from Jerry Goldsmith, like, you're just too cynical to take that score seriously now. Um... I've got a real soft spot for presidential films. Like I love White House dramas. I love Oval Office dramas. JFK is in my top ten. Um, so this, combining that with Die Hard on a plane, is very much up my street. And I tell you what, I had a blast rewatching this this week. Yeah. I really, Good. really enjoyed it. And you know, and you know what? It's a blockbuster that wouldn't get made today in the way that it's got that brutal adult edge that Die Hard's got. And that's what I really liked about it. Like the execution. I mean, that... Well, he shoots people, yeah. He shoots people and there's blood. <laughs> and he, the baddie's a bad man. And when they finally get uh, the president, he beats the shit out of him for a little bit in front of his family. And it's quite nasty. I really enjoyed that element of it. It was tense. Um, yes, it's very formulaic. It's Under Siege and Die Hard combined, you know. Uh, but yeah, I had an absolute... I really enjoyed it. In fact, it was probably a bit better than I remembered. I mean, it's it's ludicrous, but it's my cup of tea. I, I was in. Wow. Okay. Well, two positive reviews there. Uh, we head over now to our uh, correspondent, our presidential correspondent, uh, John. John, what are your thoughts on uh, on Air Force One? Um, this, this. So, I mean, it's I mean, it's without question one of the most formulaic films that has ever ever existed. Like. <laughs> It's got the bad accents. It's got the bad guys with no combat training whatsoever who just walk off by themselves and completely give up their numerical advantage at every opportunity. It's got, which wire is it? Oh, it's got to be the green and the yellow one because we've never cut the red, white and blue. Like, it's got, it's got, like, a powerful man who's off the people. How do we know he's off the people? He watches American football. Wow, how down to earth. How down to 
down to earth is it? It's got the generic scenes in the White House that literally spell out everything for you, just in case you didn't know what was happening every two seconds. Um, like it's, it's one of those films that's more a product than a film, isn't it? It's got no artistic integrity. It's made for people <laughs> to consume, throw away, think about, and um, watch the next film. Any thought, any attempt at thought on this film completely destroys it like and it's comforting it's entertaining in its predictability because you don't have to think like but beyond that it's just a it's, it's made in the same way that people make shampoos it's focused tested will people like it yes or no get it out there get the money in move on did you like it uh, no no like it was just annoying me all the time like for about 20 minutes i thought oh, and another thing and it, th- it thinks it's really clever and it's like at the start it's like we will not negotiate with hostages oh and then predictably his wife and his daughter get kidnapped and now oh will you still agree to never negotiate with hostages or oh, how deep and philosophical fuck off. brilliant yeah i mean yeah echoing it is one of the worst films i have ever seen in my whole entire life yeah two is. hours i can't get back it makes avatar look like a fucking ingmar bergman film what on earth is glenn close william h macy bit part gary what were they thinking do they need a house that much here's how bad the film is the music it's the film is so fucking obvious but for anyone that doesn't get how obvious the film is the music Here's the scary part. Here's the happy part. Here's the part where they all reconvene. Here's the part of the suspense. It's just, oh, it's disgusting. The part when Xander Berkeley reveals, is revealed as the the traitor. Do you know what I mean? And he unlocks the arsenal. When he shot the other Secret Service guys in the head, I was shocked the way the trumpets came in. It's just a more innocent time. Like I remember this. It's coming... everything I hate about the nineties. It was in a, the film. It was I really... don't think it's more innocent. I think it's more cynical. It it treats the audience like garbage. No, but it's just yeah. But it's the it was accepted back then, and it wouldn't. And yeah, of course it wouldn't be accepted. This was a proper genuine blockbuster film. That's the worrying you know, thing about it. Pole film. That's the worrying. Also, with that many bullets. That many bullets. If one bullet went through the aircraft, it would depressurize. Let's just oh, think yeah, about there's that. There's one line at the start one James, bullet. where they see the whole plane is just completely bulletproof. So there you go. That's totally undermined your. <laughs> I did there. go with that. I did think, oh well, it's Air Force One, so they've probably got something, sort of, you know, something to get around that. But and it's also it's like the beginning of Independence Day when it's like this guy flew two terms in a rat. And it's like, oh, I wonder if the president's going to be fucking flying a plane by the end. Um, in, oh, in, in this one, he was like, oh, he did, he did two tours of Vietnam. It's like, oh, he can handle himself. Also, uh, like two more points quickly. When the plane touched down, when I thought they were going to land after like 10, 15 minutes, I thought, oh, thank God. Are oh, the planes <laughs> landing? Over. I felt such relief at the thought the film might be over after 15 minutes. And the second one, if anyone flying a plane or being navigated airport, if anyone's ever seen the airport films, that's a, that's a plane drama. Anyway, nevertheless, <laughs> who wants to kick off this sequel? Well, just just briefly, that um, I don't think you're allowed to, but let's find a loophole. <clears throat> I don't think you're allowed to be a president and then become a vice president in someone else's cabinet, are you? Administration. I don't okay, know. Let's let's fi- let's fi- let, yeah, let's say you're not allowed to because I don't think you are, but let's find a loophole so that Harrison Ford is the vice president for Glenn Close's character, who is now the president of the United States, the first female president of the United States. Um, 
Air Force Two. Air, so Air Force One is the name of any official plane that has the president on it. And Air Force Two is the, the name given to any official plane that has the vice president on it, but not the president. So that's then your setup is that it's Air Force. The movie is called Air Force Two. Uh, and it's, it's uh, you know, the vice, the vice president this time, Harrison Ford. <laughs> Uh, is is you know taken taken I don't know hijacks or whatever. This time it's the, the whole vice idea. president. It's like this, it's, this time it's, it's not president. as exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this time it's not as exciting, right? So you've got the vice because uh, Air Force Two. It's not as good. It's not as like you know the stakes aren't quite as as high. But he's done it before, and you know that he's an absolute badass, and that he can you know. Yeah, shoot it, people and stuff he's 78 years old yeah 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 that's fine and <laughs> uh, but but i in in my idea i thought it would be nice to have like you know the terrorists demand that they they bring the president onto air force two so you've got air force one and air force two up in the air like side by side um with, I don't know, Glenn Close on like a little rope <laughs> going what, between the two planes. Like a uh, cliffhanger, the beginning of cliffhanger. Yeah, kind yeah. Of. <laughs> All right, I've got a bit of a different idea. Come on then, John, what you got? Right, so so it's taken like 20... How, when did this film even come out? 95, wasn't it? 95. So it's taken 20... 97. It's taken 23 years, but or 24 years now, So, but then they've, they've finally gotten around to like replacing the big super jet Air Force One giant plane. And it's like super modern, it's faster, safer, it's got amazing defense systems, whatever. Uh, you got scenes in Washington of people saying like, this, this uh, hijacking can never again happen because of this amazing plane that we spent $25 billion or whatever crap you <laughs> want to write about it. Um, and then they even like do a dive down to like the ocean floor on to get like the presidential seal from the previous plane. There's like some big patriotic bullshit salutes everywhere ceremony, putting it on. Um, and then they're in the air, the president's on it, but shock, it does happen again. Oh my God, the plane's been hijacked. How could this ever happen? But it's hackers from the ground hacking it. And they're just doing, and they're like not letting the plane land. And they're also doing like loads of annoying stuff to like try to get their demands met. So they're like, people are being like sucked onto the toilet and they can't get up. The seats are going backwards (laughs) and forwards. Like the fold out trays keep popping up and down. Like the little air vents are always on max blowing straight onto your head. Like the coffee is over, over brewed all the time. Um, Oh, it's irritating. Yeah, I know. And bizarrely, the TV (laughs) channels in the the TV channels in the plane, bizarrely, like just weird. The weirdest thing is that the TV channels keep showing episodes, old friends episodes that everyone on the plane's already seen like 50 times. It's like annoying them. Um, And the president himself was a former hacker. And maybe he got his start in politics by being like like online security for like a candidate or something. And um and and now and that started filming just like in the first one he's made he's made a big speech and this big speech is like no country should ever hack each other but now he's got to hack a country in order to stop this hijacking from from air force one's new state-of-the-art security comms thing he's like got a computer and he can hack and it turns out that the hackers are from kazakhstan oh my god it's the country that we were in in the first movie uh and what do they want well they're demanding that Friends returns for a new season. And that's why they're putting Friends on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, we've had two that's interesting... My idea. That's my <laughs> idea, guys. <laughs> well, it's I'll... called Air Force One, Return of an Old Friend. <laughs> return of an Old Friend. I thought it was going to be called Air Force One, 
welcome to the fun house or something because you've got all the trays like slapping in your face and stuff like that. What do you think, guys? I like the fact well, that most of what's going on is mainly inconvenience rather than, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's just like really, <laughs> really annoying. And it's like, and like one of the trays flap open or something and, and overbrewed coffee goes on someone's face and they're like, oh, it's so bitter. <laughs> like scenes like that. What, so that's, that's replacing like, you know, like a terrorist holding a gun to someone's head and shooting them with yeah, over, overbrewed coffee. Pretty much, yeah. All right, okay. All right, Al, what are you thinking? Uh, I went sci-fi. Um, so they've replaced. <laughs> We're going Air into space. Fo- they've replaced Air Force. Oh, space Force One. Titles oh! oh! But that's no, You've basically just, since I mentioned sci fi, you've come up with a better idea than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, so get this. They've decided to go one step further. They, 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 um, they get rid of Air Force uh, One, they don't use the planes anymore. And this time there's a sci-fi, it's the, it's the maiden voyage of White House One. And they're going, to, and like white, the White House now sort of transforms oh, into, into This into is a, crazy because this was, I had thought of a similar idea to this. <laughs> so basically there's a new president and it's like all, all over the news and that's our opening. It's all about, this is the, the we don't know what we're going to see, but they, they're saying that they now just fly the White House around the world. So finally, when they launch it, you see like the pillars sort of like, it's like a transformer moment. It's like, and it becomes, the White House becomes this futuristic looking sort of plane. And the president just sort of straps in behind the desk in the Oval Office and doesn't have to move. <laughs> and like everyone's just saying, it's like, oh my God. I and love you it. See, it's and just you have like a bridge at the front where it's got like the columns at the White House yeah, are also like, the front of the plane. The designs really cleverly incorporates the White House design into the fact that it's a plane. <laughs> can, um, can his desk turn over and suddenly it's controls yeah, and the screen? Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. I'm thinking very Thunderbirds. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, and yeah. um, and it's the maiden voyage, and it's a new president who's maybe like a president for the future, like with um, a big background, like you know an Elon. Must kind of guy, so you know, you know, he's helped develop all this kind of shit. Um, maybe young. I was thinking like Affleck could play him or something like that, and um, you know, hotshot president. But like 60, naturally, yeah. it gets you know, there's some new terrorists, and it becomes that film. But that was the gist of it. The White House one. I do, but I do like the idea of the title. Air Space. Force One Two somehow. Yeah, no, Air Force One Two. <laughs> <laughs> one two, like fo- football, isn't it? One two, yeah, one two. Right, well, so we got three interesting starts there. I mean, if I had my money, it'd be an amalgamation of all of them again. But I like the idea of drones, uh, hackers, and I like the idea of flying White House. Yeah, I like. We could combine the ideas. So the super futuristic transforming White House could have some tech. <coughs> excuse me, some tech issues. And like the, the trays go up and down all the time, and the seats keep going backwards and forwards, and the air blows. You're really married to that idea, right? <laughs> and the coffee is just always overbrewed. It's terrible. So, so well, when when the president goes to like an international like summit, he he takes the White House. <laughs> Maybe yeah, yeah. it's because I tell you what, in the past, since so basically, I knew, Harrison Ford's in it in sort of the Glenn Close role now because he's been through it. So, and maybe we introduce the fact that he's. Um, no, you know he's already got a relationship. Oh, he, with so him. he's retired, but he's brought in as an advisor because exactly, of the, the exactly, situation exactly. that they're in. Yeah, I like yeah, that. 
yeah, um, counter terrorist like unit that's been set up or something because of his direct experiences, something like that. Maybe in the time since Ford's presidency to I'm going with it, Affleck's presidency, <laughs> a president was assassinated, right? And that has caused in the modern world that, and that's our opening. Maybe you know, we do like a massive. There's a massive story. The president has been assassinated, so that's triggered the future of presidential security and the fact like that he it. now never leaves the White House. Well, you could do oh, it. Yeah, that's a good President, idea. Mr. President, Earth is not secure anymore. We need to move the White House to space. Yeah. All oh, right. Well, we've got, we're, this is a fourth idea. <laughs> <laughs> but then, why, we do, why, then we do, we do get Space Force One then. So basically- You've the White- got a flying White House. You didn't mean to tell me it going into space now is ridiculous, but the flying White House is fine. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and when it gets to space, it transforms back into the shape of the White House. It's just a satellite White House shape orbiting the Earth. Oh, I thought that. Yeah, it's just orbiting. <laughs> or either that or it goes onto the moon. Um, and it's just it just sits in the moon, yeah. And it crushes oh, the new cool. Chinese flag that's just been put on there ceremoniously. That's and a great then, poster, just the White House on the moon. What, what do you call it? Air Force moon? White House moon? No, space, 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 space force. force one, isn't it? Space Force one. Okay, so we're we're going with this. It looks like we're going with this. I, I think love White the idea House on the moon, and then naturally, there's then you get like loads of um, cosmonaut rockets coming yeah. up, and but it's like, still... and they're under attack. You know, it's a moon, and it's a moon battle. I think it should oh. be China, not Russia. Okay, Chinese uh, space rockets. Yeah, I'm not married. China's to just gone to the moon as well. Let's put a okay, flag on it. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good one. Okay, so uh, we need, uh, you know. Terrorist needs some threat. Where's that going to come from? In well, terms is it going to be know? a terrorist or is it going to be like a nation? Ooh. Yeah, maybe, or, or like maybe terrorists the- have got their own moon landing system. Yeah, it could be. You know, we've got a, we've got a transforming White House. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be. Maybe. Joe, what are your thoughts on this? What are you hearing? I like the, it's. I think it should be a um, a terrorist, you know, outfit. I, I like the simplicity of, of the, you know, really nasty terrorists in the first movie, like cartoon terrorists. Um, white, I, what about white supremacists? How would they get to the moon? <laughs> Anger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the problem with that. Um, <laughs> How would they get to the moon? <laughs> uh, yeah, ter- trash. <laughs> terrorists, but uh, should we say from within? Should we say American terrorists? They are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's what I was going yeah, with. White yeah. supremacists. Maybe they could be angry because when the White House gets on the moon, it transforms back to the White House. It becomes all grey and dusty, and they're like, "We won't stand for this. We want it perfectly white." And then they go up there and try to clean it. They're they're pissed off that they've taken that the, this new government are taking a piece of America, uh, totally. as in in the White House in the White House abroad. You know, they're taking it. They're taking it around the world, and they're pissed off. That they're uh, so taking America. You're taking America out of America, and yeah. uh, they're not even American. And Affleck's a democratic president. He is a president for the future. Um, and maybe they, it was the white supremacists that assassinated the previous president. Mm. Um, so they, you know, they don't like they don't like him. And they and but I'm just they've got to have some backing though, haven't they, to get in a rocket up to the moon? They've got to have some <laughs> someone's helping them. <laughs> Can't just ride a horse. They go, yeah, they can, yeah. yeah, like the Confederate. You know what I mean? Space I'm thinking the mob, the mob who, who ran over the Capitol, space you know, horse. but in a space shuttle. Yeah, yeah. It should actually just be a space horse. And when it goes into orbit, it's got a little rainbow, <laughs> rainbow stream from it. Suddenly becoming the ultimate stoner movie. <laughs> okay, well, well maybe, they, maybe, they, maybe they could be funded by, I don't know, like an ex-president uh, who is disgruntled and... Uh, 
I mean, like, like you know, Trump. I think that's, CIA, that, that's, that's you know? it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We go close to the wire, and he's yeah. uh, he's invested in that in the uh, the white supremacy space program. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just recap so far. You've got Ben Affleck, who's the president, who's got a White House that can fly. It can also go into space. The whole premise is that they take the White House to wherever because it's got all of the team in it. You've got a problem, we're going to send in the White House. But coincidentally, Earth becomes not safe, so they have to put the White House off Earth in space. Where are they going to put it? They're going to put it on the fucking moon. Americans don't like that internally because half of them see that that's pushing America forward in a bold new way, but half of them think, nah, you're taking America out of America. So that, is that where we're up to? Is that, is that right? Yeah, but yes. I, think that, I think that not, that is the point of the terrorists, but also they, they've got it in for this president anyway. He's president for the future. He's young. He's democratic. And, you know, yeah, he's got a, we, we build the background that he's, he's a tech, you know, he's a Zuckerberg, Tusk kind of, um, Musk's kind of, you know, tech, tech. Wizard. Okay. So, um, so let's talk, let's talk cast then. So we've got Affleck. We've got I've, I've gone with Affleck. Are you, are you guys happy with that? I mean, he seems like a a solid, obvious choice for that sort of person. Yeah, uh, and you can see, and you can see him delivering a line a bit like "Get off my plane," uh, which Harrison Ford Harrison Ford delivers beautifully in the first film. Yeah, it's so um, good. It's so, Get it's out so my fun. House. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> so we need a we and need then a blast terrorist. him into space. Although well, the message is, it's meant to be the people's house, isn't it? But we just fuck that off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's home by, for the people. So, so we need a, we need a terrorist. Who's going to be our main opposition? Michael Shannon. We don't, we had Shannon though, didn't we? I cast him as um, Robin Hood's. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Play Sheriff Sheriff Yeah, he's just our bad guy. <laughs> no, he's um, he's amazing. He's also we're, we're building a bit of a General Zod kind of character, so he's kind of done it as well in Man of Steel, I suppose. So, yeah, other white supremacist leader, who do you think? John Voight, Bruce Willis. <laughs> Adam Driver. <laughs> Adam Driver. He's a bit of a knob. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> You're going for, yeah, but I'm just thinking who could play I him, don't like. think they're going to take that role just because it's, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not what they stand for. <laughs> um, well, Voight. Arguably, he's lost it. Um, you need a Charlton Heston type character, don't you? You need someone who's uber right, you know. Well, that's strong. Right. Wo- well, back yeah. yeah, but he's he's like ninety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what well, he's the head of a, you of a, of a terrorist Ford. terrorist hacking a hacker. <laughs> Uh, you know, well, come on, like then. modern you technology terrorists. Who have you got? John could be, it could be someone younger who was like a, a business rival to this guy, to Ben thought, Affleck, who's been made, and Ben Affleck's been made the leader, the, this other young guy who was like a tech rival, was running against him in the, in the race and that's lost the election. Brilliant. Yeah, because then it's believable he's got the tech. Go on, Joe. Ed Norton. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Going back yeah. to American history. Yeah. He's, he's done white supremacy before and he did it well, so let's uh, let's get him... We're just yeah. kind of typecasting if... him now in his, uh, in his ideal... <laughs> imagine, if you got, imagine if you got Ed Norton in this. Okay, yeah, let's you go know, well, Yeah, yeah, I like that. Ed go Norton, on. okay, good. No, I was going to say LaBeouf. But, um, yeah, and then it works as well because it's Ed Norton antivirus, and you could have Ed has a as an antivirus company. <laughs> you know, you know Such what? I actually, joke. I actually think Shia LaBeouf being the the crazed, maniac, bitter, you know, defeated presidential candidate is pretty good. You know, more money than he, you know, more money, more power than he can even know what to do with. I think 
he seems dumber than Norton would. I think I'm and angrier and angrier. angrier. Yeah, yeah. And he'd do like wild idea. stuff, wouldn't he? As like the silly haircuts and stuff, and he'd just be like uh, like unhinged. Yeah, he's a bit, he's a bit young, isn't he? Maybe, maybe. No, but maybe that's the point. It's like, like Zucker, a, Zuckerberg. Kind that's of thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right, yeah. So what we could, but we could put Norton in as a special advisor, you know, something like that. Head, like of, CIA, campaign, head campaign of tech, yeah, yeah, head of tech. Well, look, yeah. there's more. There's more than there's more than one terrorist, isn't there? So usually, Edward, Ed, Edward Norton is is the sort of like you know money man and tech guy, and Charlotte Booth is is like you know the the disgruntled campaigner who who failed as well. So they come together to. Uh, take down nice. the White House. And I think I'd watch that film. Tom Selleck is Secretary of Defence. Tom Selleck? And Steve Gutenberg as well. Harrison Ford is terrorist advisor, brought back in. Glenn Close. She could be back in it. Uh, Danson. Take Danson as um, like chief. No, he's a bit old. Are you, are you making three men and a baby in space? <laughs> is that what you're doing? <laughs> three men in the White House. Oh, who's okay. the, the first lady? Who, who we got? We got oh, Ben Affleck, right? Yeah. So um, we could bring back Liv Tyler. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Little Armageddon. That's reference. nice. They, yeah, yeah. That's they're going really back nice. to space because they're going in yeah. space. That's really nice. I like that. Okay, so we've got a cast coming together. Are we are we good on the title? What would, what do we decide on? Space Force One. Got to be in it. <laughs> got to be. You smash that out of the park, John. All right, director. Well, it's difficult, isn't it? Because she's kind of thinking of someone who's shit enough to do it, but kind of good enough to do it as well. But I think it's like Emmerich and Bay would be obvious, but probably beyond it now. Um, I like you know I can't, I can't like Peter Berg films like Battle. Battleship, um, Spencer Confidential, uh, well, Patriots Day, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, you know he did um, Deepwater Horizon or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, he's the it? right. He's yeah. the right sort of level. The right kind of machoism. Yeah, yeah. Do I? And I tell you what, I'm sorry because he's got a collaboration with this last minute curveball. I'm recasting Affleck with Wahlberg. Oh, that, fit, that, well, yeah. fits in, that fits into the Peter Berg mould now. Yeah, Do you it right, does. All right. so, so Berg's in, and that sounds about the right fit. Um, we Foster. lost Affleck at the final <laughs> <laughs> final moment. Affleck's out after 30 minutes. Uh, yeah. Poster, how are we going to sell this? Someone came up with a cracker of an idea, but uh, I'm not going to say it. Poster, what are you thinking? Well, te- teaser should be the moon, right? The, the moon the moon with the, the shape of the White House on it. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's like full moon, but you can see the White House shape at the top of it as well. How about, how about this? The surface of the moon with um, like the remains of the lunar module on there, you know, the bit they leave behind with the American flag like that they left, with the shadow of the White House across <laughs> the surface of the moon. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. Very, very good. Okay, lovely. Right, well, look, you know, I'm quite happy with this. We've turned a film that I absolutely loathed into a film that I'm quite looking forward to seeing as a sequel. We've got the cast, we've got the story, we've got the director, we have got the poster. Who's going to be doing the bloody pitch then? Yeah, I can do it. Go on, John. You can have a go at this one if you want. Crack on. Right. Uh, so we've got a situation in which we've got a new president. It's Mark Wahlberg, tech extraordinaire. He's used all of his money to run, run an election campaign on behalf of uh, for the Democratic Party. He's won. He's beaten out 
the uh, challenger Shia LaBeouf, who's just like super, just like cut up about it, and just so angry, he just can't believe it. He's like sitting in his bedroom, like just looking at pictures of Mark Wahlberg's face, throwing darts at it. Like, oh, he's like trying to think of a way to get back at him. Um, the president, the whole situation, um, you know, security is really tough. Um, so they're really worried about taking the president like outside of American borders or even outside of the White House at all. So in all order to get around they've come up with this just miraculous incredibly expensive system in which the actual white house transforms like a transformer into air force one um slash space force one at the same time and and so you've got this white house it's coming it's transforming and it's looking cool and it's just this big white like flying fortress with like columns on it and it's like people inside are like oh god this again like they don't even warn us (laughs) and like there's coffee being spilled in their faces it's so bitter little detail um yeah oh my god it's so bitter and like the people are really bitter um about it and um and then they decide i've forgotten why they go into space just because they can because it's like it's not safe on earth anymore all right okay so so it's so unsafe on earth that they could the flying fortress of the white house isn't even safe anymore so they have to go into orbit and they say right let's just land on the moon and just like do that's our center that's a new center of operations so they go onto the they go into orbit the train the, the train the planes <laughs> transforms the, the, the plane transforms back into the white house as it's in space and like little afterburners like little jets like push it to the moon um all while this is happening like shia labeouf is on the on the watching this like historic moment on tv it's so, oh, like still throwing darts at mark Wahlberg's face and it's like oh my god it's like i just can't believe it. like he's done into space like this will not stand. I will show that I'm superior to him. I will show that I should have been picked as president. Um, and then what? He somehow goes into space and attacks him. Did we even yeah, to talk about that? Norton. Yeah, yeah. So he's got this massive rocket that's just like this all white rocket. It's like flies into space. All white flies rocket. straight. straight <laughs> the, the, hel- the helmet of it looks like a Ku Klux Klan. Well, I was going to say that. But yeah, yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the KKK rocket. God, all right. Leaves, the space uh, clan. Space, <laughs> space, space clan rocket goes into orbit uh, to uh, chase after the White House that's now on the moon. And there's a moon battle um, involving, and then what? Well, it's got to be some sort of showdown at the end where Mark Wahlberg like throws Shia LaBeouf outside of like the White House's airlock or something, and he's like drifts into space. Yeah, I'm thinking end of Total Recall in the Oval Office on the moon. He like hits the emergency sort of you know vacuum yeah, yeah. button, and, and he's holding yeah. onto the desk like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Alien getting sucked like, out. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and then they shut they shut the door. He's gone. Um, it's directed by Peter Berg. That comes up on the screen. <laughs> and what's it called, John? <laughs> it's called Space Force One. Well done, mate. Well done, Space Force One. Well, you heard it here nice first. One, what a sequel! What a start to the Biden presidency. Space Force One. Gonna get better and better and better. What would you have done, guys? Uh, presidential films don't come bigger than this. <laughs> more out of this world than this uh, hit us up on Twitter hit us up on Instagram uh, if you can rate us five stars that'd be great but we, like I say we just love having you along for the ride we'll see you next time cheers guys <laughs>